La 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 la. Oh, pretty wait, wait, wait. battered. Actually, actually, this is why I always stuck to Ray J's porn videos rather than R. Kelly's because it was the object was just much clearer. That's actually very topical because I think uh, there were some rumors that came out recently that he's got like a second vid in the bank. Oh, swear! Yeah, saving that one for a, a rainy better day. Vid. Yes. I, I saw the thumbnail of um, Kim uh, receiving that work from behind. Okay, uh, and I gotta say, didn't draw me in. Yeah, I mean, I've watched it. I've obviously watched it. Who hasn't watch watched it? it? I didn't watch that. I didn't watch Tommy Lee and Pam. No, that's I didn't weird. watch R. Kelly. Didn't watch any of them. Yeah, but the um, R. Kelly one's not much of a sex. Yeah, I was that's just pissing on Well, someone. it's also I, him just being a nonce. I was so just watching. Fuck. I was just watching Pokemon. And here we are. Lit. This could and terribly. Episode 26. Johnny, you got a haircut. I did. Got the young trim. I'm actually getting the top up tomorrow. Got a boozy brunch thing happening. So I'm Boozy afraid. brunch? Yeah, yeah. So you're getting that cut again? Yeah. I mean, leave it. I'm getting it shaped. Um, mm, I ain't got no... shape up and down, mm-hmm. yeah? I ain't got a haircut. I am what rappers would call in album mode. Mm. Oh. You know what I mean? When the hair grows in different directions and you start right. twisting that shit, you know what I mean? You're in like full crud mode, isn't it? Like feeling Maximize yourself. Not like your, your usual Chris capacity. self, but like, you know full chested built different you know what I mean um, the people the people including your family want to know how your date went last time what do you mean bro a lot has happened in the last two weeks for all of us but that's high up on the list nobody of wants to know how the date went a few went. people have hit the DMs who's like, hit the DMs can you find out what happened on Johnny's Hinge who's date? hit the DMs well one of your family members actually who, who from my basically fam- people looking for shout, banter shout out Doug yeah who's apparently like your mum's cousin down Uncle Doug yeah he He's was like man. he was like yeah Ask Johnny how it went. No. I was like, I'm going to do that on the pod, buddy. Don't you Whoa. worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> I got you. You've got Dougie. DM exchanges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how Liverpool Family, fans roll. That's why people don't yeah, like yeah, scousers, yeah. isn't it? It's Liverpool yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how'd it go? Uh, firstly, fuck you, Uncle Doug. <laughs> I hope you're well. Um, uh, it went, I guess it was all right. It was, it was like... <laughs> the high voice. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> the high voice. No, no, no. I guess it was uh, that was a nice. It was like a nice afternoon. Isn't it? it was like sunny. It was that like sunny. <laughs> Where'd you like, go? Uh, South Bank. Nice. A uh, little cultured thing. Okay. Uh, it was a walking one, which I'm not necessarily a fan of. I'm I'm, I'm a bigger fan of like park and bev. Who suggested genre the walk? of day? She did. She did. This is the th- is this the new thing? By the way, I'm hearing this more and more and more. People so, are like, let's go for a walk. So that was a lockdown thing because you couldn't go anywhere, right? You couldn't go anywhere. You'd have to do bare Hampstead Heath walks and that dead. Oh, but, bougie. Uh, Hampstead Heath walk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky Park for me, buddy. Yeah, well, you kept it local. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. certain men are local, certain men are mm. northwest London. Correct. Um, uh, as and, local as you can get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that was the joke. Um, and so, yeah, I, like I said, I prefer like a sit down and bev on genre of date, right? Okay. Um, but she wanted to go for a walk. So we picked up a couple of tinnies, went down to South Bank, um, got pretty pissed up, ended up at a pub. Finally, thank fuck. Did it have a quiz? Uh, it didn't have a quiz. I was unable to assert did my dominance. Did you quiz her anyway? Yeah, I mean, questions were asked. You quizzed her anyway. Questions were asked. Um, I asked if she knew what the national animal of Scotland was. She didn't. I went home, um, and the that was about it. Animal of Scotland. What is the answer to that? It's a unicorn. Huh? The national animal of Scotland is a unicorn. But a unicorn is is mythical. Arguably, so are you, and yet here we are. But um, 
I'm a myth. <laughs> you, you I quite are. Like, I quite like it. You're a myth as a guy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was it. And How then can a national animal not be an actual animal? Aren't countries too old to have national animals? What the fuck is going on, Johnny? It's not like countries grow like up having, and stop it's like having a favorite color. color. It's, like, it's, like, it's like, what's your country's favorite color? Well, Does Ethiopia have a national animal? I think so. We it's got actually, we uh, got the eagle. We do have right. a national animal. So actually. every country. But the eagle one. is a real is thing. Don't say right. You said unicorn. I said eagle. One's real. Well, unicorns are real to some people. <laughs> what? Especially in Scotland. Surely okay. you would have guessed the Loch Ness monster or something like that. I, awesome. I was going to go with the Loch Ness. <laughs> That's to also be fair. not real. Well, if you're going to go with not real stuff, you might as well keep yeah. it on brand. At least think, it's part of their history. Yeah. I think unicorns. The fuck is a unicorn done for a Scot? Well, I mean, what's an eagle done for a Nigerian? Plenty, plentiful things. <laughs> Don't <laughs> talk on. shit now. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Tommy, uh, did you find out if that chick had a boyfriend or not? Duh! Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Doug wants to know. Uncle Doug's asking. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Doug is asking. We're, we're podding today. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh. oh. We didn't find out. If she oh, okay. What's happened? Uh, a lot of nothing's happened, basically. Okay. We're in this oh. kind of like... Uh, Limbo. Quiet period. Mm. Oh. Mm. Cri- like cryptically quiet? Like are there are there residual DM exchanges or is it just silence? It's uh it's not silent silence, okay. but it's, it's cryptically quiet. Basically, like I'm not chasing anymore and she's like obviously gassed now. <laughs> what the fuck? Obviously not, but like uh, basically after our conversation on the last pod, I okay. went home, uh reread through our chat. Right. And basically came to the conclusion myself, basically, that she must have a man based on the little nuggets of information that had been dropped that I had obviously just glossed over okay. in the initial mm. interaction. Initial reading, in yes. The inter- yeah. So, mm. so then I guess after that, it's just not a huge amount of interest or whatever. So it's just like on to the next one, I guess. So how did you guys, um, how did you two uh, get through the Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp blackout like did, how did you overcome that we uh we, we we actually had a very easy way of overcoming that because mm-hmm. we were both out to dinner with my mum yeah we were oh your mum's in town she came down she came down for a sewing course oh swear down shout out mummy she actually didn't tell us until like two days before very nice. announced to my brother that she was staying at his gaff and then demanded to see me on the sunday it was lovely. great we had um, a great dinner yeah so we were lovely. so last minute thing went out went out for dinner lovely and so that nice. was when whatsapp was down so do you know what we did Resorted to text. Yes. Well, Can I, you imagine? So I actually I emailed you first. You emailed me. I, I emailed. emailed. That's yeah. when I texted you. Yeah, when I saw your email. It was super, super peaceful for me at the start. I actually quite enjoy it when these things go down. Yeah, just like, just, I could put my phone down. But what really fucking annoyed me, someone in one of my group chats decided to create an iMessage group. Oh, that's not mm. cool. Just so that we could continue texting. That's not cool. Look. What's the subject of this group? We're cool, like, what's the, but what's we're the not dynamic? That cool. Like, What's, let's just what, sit, let's what, just chill for a bit. What's the dynamic? Is it like a, is it like a crypto chat? Is it like a boys chat? It's a bunch of people who who were brought together due to a likingness of uh, of investing. Okay, so I don't really even really like know everybody. But these kinds of markets closed because it was in the uh, evening. Yeah, it was well, in wait the a minute, this is a big group. Then there's a lot of you in there. Yeah, and he just created a new one on iChat. And the way my phone is set up, every single time someone texts, it was almost threw the thing out the window. Um, so I didn't enjoy that. Um, what did you think of everybody who was like taking the piss out of uh, influencers and stuff? People who make their money on IG when it went down. Yeah, I mean, ultimately Quite that a weird was little thing, wasn't it? Ultimately that was fucking jokes. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. is it? You can do the holy than now. I, I, ironically, holy than now shtick of like, oh, this is how these people make their money. Da-da-da-da-da. But like, if you're 
method of like making money is through vorkus materialism and don't be a snob self-expression yeah, sounds judgmental don't, yeah don't be a snob don't and, be a snob uh, and and basically presenting a false image that makes other people hate themselves on, on instagram hey, then then you being quiet for a couple of hours probably helps everyone else so there are, there are body positive conscious environmentalist influencers out there yeah nobody wants to see that on a monday anyway so they weren't they weren't losing out yeah i think it's quite weird Laughing at people who can't make money post-pandemic is, is a weird flex. But they've been cleaning up all pandemic. Not necessarily. It's been a decent business to be in. Not, not necessarily, they've just though. been cleaning up. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> people need to go out and buy the things that a lot of these influencers are selling, right? I think they lost a lot of money. I think the influencers are still getting paid regardless. I don't know. The Why? Backlogs of content that they were drawing back out. Like, fine, if you're like a travel influencer, that was quite tough, but... I mean, there's only so many TikToks you can make in front of your mirror in your house. Some of the so. tweets were great. Thoughts with all the people who've gone to Nuzret for a £600 steak this evening and can't tell anyone about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was funny as that well. That was great value. Can't tell anyone 630 about it. 630 quid tomahawk. Because you can't post on Instagram. Ah, oh, joke. Do you yeah. get it? I get it. Do you get it? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, I, I enjoyed it. I'm sure the world was quite relieved for a few hours to not have anything to do with Instagram, but we were getting quite pissed, so we didn't notice anyway. So, um, what do you think happened? Oh, I don't. We, we know what happened, right? What was that? There was like a server update or some shit. And then basically what happened was Facebook managed to remove themselves or remove their server address like from the deep structural level of the internet or something. So <sighs> long story short, this is actually quite funny. Basically, like server, Facebook just stopped existing as an Still address going. on the internet. And then because Facebook went down, all of Facebook's internal systems like use Facebook infrastructure for messaging. So then they couldn't get any external cons, which meant they actually couldn't contact the guy who was in the data center in Nevada or some yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Um, to, to let him know. And so the, when someone finally called him, he actually couldn't use his like access card because like the data behind the access card was also That's deleted off the internet. basically what happened when ours shut down. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they actually had to go and get a key. Somebody had to go and get a key to override the data card that wasn't working to get into the center because yeah. it ceased to exist this on the internet. This like sounds um, like a so South Park parody, basically. <laughs> yeah. Because like yeah, I mean, people are running around in like some high-tech futuristic office yeah. because they don't know that they can just pick up the phone and call him. Yeah. <laughs> Similarly, once they figure out that they can pick up the phone and call him, then he runs around because his swipe card doesn't work because he's forgotten how keys look, what keys look like. Right? Yeah. So this is just a, a, essentially a parody for like what the twenty. But it actually happened. Century. It actually happened. Yeah. No and conspiracy theories because that was all very technical. Oh, the server went out. Come on. Well, what do you think? No happened? I don't know. I just. I do just you think the deep state and QAnon yeah, took just, down just Facebook. Whenever these things happen, I just speaking think of QAnon, Russia. I was talking about deep state. Our guy uh, Trump's back on the scene. Yeah, yes. you see his comment today. Daddy's back, baby. Jeez, my G. What did he say? He was talking about the Haitians. Uh, the Haitians mm. trying to make it over the wall. He said a picture of the whips. The no, no, the Haitian is uh, from Haiti, right? Yeah, that wasn't that the picture of the whips yeah. from last time. Yeah, the Haitians getting whipped. They were getting oh, lassoed off yeah, horses by yeah, yeah, Texan yeah. border force. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Was exactly, it that one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But not that pic, but just oh, a similar. Just same, Haitians in general. It's ha Haitians who are basically trying to flee from the. Hurricane and the disaster. Well, from America they, having systematically fucked them. They can't the catch a break, Haitians. So my G has then turned around and said, like, they've probably all got AIDS, the ones that are trying to make what it to the, the country. fuck? So that was... Uh, That's what Trump said. Yeah, today. That is mad shit. Yeah. He's, um, isn't he the like... The quote is, probably have AIDS. Cool. Isn't he like um lodging a request to get back on socials? Probably. Twitter. I will say, and I said what? this at the time, and you lot kind of mocked me, 
He is the best account on Twitter. Like, there's you? no fucking point on Who being on Twitter. You? I don't listen to the news anymore because Trump's not on it. <laughs> what do you mean? I wouldn't have mocked you. I wouldn't have mocked you. Hasn't it just been so much nicer being so much more peaceful? Biden, no, no. whatever your no, views are on Biden. But has it no. just not been nice to just no. not be like, oh, the fucking Yanks again. Here no. we go. No, no. I don't want peace. Oh, yeah? yeah. I don't want peace. Yeah. <laughs> I want chaos. But like, what do you think about um, all of the stuff that's been said about how big Facebook have been allowed to become without sort of like anti-competitive laws coming in and anti-monopolistic boards stopping their shit because they obviously bought Instagram quite early. Then they followed that up by buying WhatsApp. They almost bought Snapchat, but that man was like, nah, that's my D. He fumbled the um, bag. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think the valuation of Snapchat continued to go up and still to this day is very popular. So I think he was onto something and they just ended up copying him anyway. I think it's IPO'd anyway. Right? Uh, it IPO'd mm -hmm. anyway, for sure. So um, no problem, so. no boss. And I think, no he problem. Was, I think he was from money anyway. So it's like, whatever. Oh, so it's fine. Um, but what do you think about like the power that Facebook have? Imagine that like all of the main methods of communication for a large, large, large age group. If we're talking the younger people on IG and WhatsApp to the older people still on Facebook. What do you think about like the power that they've been allowed to amass? So not even just an age thing, but in the developing world, because the access to data is fairly, well, is relatively easy to the cost of messaging via SMS and phone calls, et cetera, mm. through Wi-Fi access. WhatsApp is like a means of communication in a monopolized sense for hundreds of millions of people yeah. all over the gap. It's crazy, man. So this is quite really, difficult at the moment because but not really. How do you mean? Facebook's not even, uh, WhatsApp's not even the number one messenger service in the world. Well, no, there are others in, in Asia. They lose, they I, use I message, I message has more users than WhatsApp. But right? it's US the question, the question, Is that for real? Globally, yeah. The, the question that you've aren't, uh, quite, uh, asked, basically, can equally be put towards Apple and their monopoly on iMessage, right? It could equally, ultimately, none of it, as comfortable or uncomfortable as we may be with their growing uh, monopolistic behavior or power or whatever, the fact that the American like political system is so corrupt mm -hmm. and so money focused means that nothing's going to change. Their their uh, future acquisitions will not be blocked because they would have lobbied adequately. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing that happened to Bill Gates and Microsoft, right? Mm -hmm. Bill Gates and Microsoft didn't do any lobbying, mm -hmm. didn't do didn't spend any money in Washington, and then they just got like a bunch of like uh, regulatory ball ache, right? Mm -hmm. So what do you do? You throw 10 million pounds towards some lobbyists. You set up an office in, in Washington, D.C. And all your regulatory problems go away forever and ever. 100%. So that's, that's what I was about to say. Like, it's topical because there's been this whistleblower whose ex-Facebook yeah. has been giving testimony to the Senate recently. But she's saying shit that's already in a Netflix film. Yeah. She's about saying the shit addiction that we, and the things yeah, that they did to make people She's saying and the stuff addicted, that they yeah. target people in a very exploitative way. They target young children and vulnerable people. How Facebook was effectively a messenger system for far-right propaganda in various elections yeah. all over the, from the West to the Cambridge Analytica. World, all of that shit, right? Da, da, da. As Tommy says, like the amount of funding available to them, and we've discussed these types of companies in the context of Amazon before, they're basically countries, right? Yeah. The mm. GDP of Facebook is effectively a G20 nation. Yeah. And to the extent where like a few years ago, people were like, oh, maybe Amazon, maybe Amazon's too big. Yeah. Maybe they're too powerful. And now they are basically the technical apparatus of the CIA. <laughs> so like as long as Facebook and Amazon these companies- the technical apparatus of the internet now. With, yes, with right. AWS. Right? right, so like so as long as these companies spend enough cash on lobbying, they basically are the government. To the extent where you get dickheads who write shit in Bloomberg opinion and articles saying that oh, maybe it would be a good idea, maybe it would be a good idea. If Amazon and Facebook 
had seats at the United Nations. Ah. Like, why not? Um, all right, fuck all that. Which one of these social media platforms got you the most A-double snakes? Surely it's Instagram. That's where the sleaze happens. Definitely yeah. WhatsApp. WhatsApp's got you more. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but that's where, that's, where, that's, that's, where, that's where deals are closed. Exactly. It's on WhatsApp. Not, but that's not where initial slides take place. Yeah. That's Instagram. Cool. Unless you're moving to a grandma, in which case it's still Any, 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 still any action, any action on LinkedIn? Any action on LinkedIn? Oh, that? boy. Actually, the worst day I ever went on in my life was sourced from LinkedIn. It was an accidental date. I ended up on LinkedIn. We, we, could, PC, yeah? we can maybe do, yeah. we can maybe <laughs> do a- uh, dates on LinkedIn is fucking sick. We can she actually maybe PC. do a whole episode on that, on that one date. But wow. long story short, I think she turned out to be a potential serial killer, but we'll revisit that one in a future time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny. Hello. Happy Black History Month. Thank you very much. <laughs> beep, 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 boo. Thank you very much. Beep, 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 beep. Thank you very much. Uh, how have you spent it? How's it been for you? Uh, we celebrate 34 years. What's it been like? Um, so I've recently stocked up on my dahikis or dasikis, whatever it's called. Dashikis. Dashi- yeah, whatever. Fucking hell. You're not even trying to be black. Uh, and I've eaten a lot of spicy food in the last week. Oh, this is a wrong decision to go with him first, isn't it? 34 years since what? 34 years of celebrating Black History Month in the oh, UK. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been I mean, pra- you can carry on with the, uh, the stereotypical tribes if you want. I've been practicing my high jump. Okay, anymore? Uh, and Watching a lot of Jesse Nelson. Yeah, I, I've recently gone yep. into barbershop. Yeah, your people them, Jesse Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> well, yours now. Yeah, I we're celebrating we, her this we, Black History Month. We've, <laughs> we've handed her over in the race, Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, before we get back onto Black History Month, I was actually looking at the lyrics for this song. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, Jesse Nelson, mm-hmm. previously of Little Mix, has decided to embark on a solo career and her first single called Boys mm-hmm. features Nicki Minaj and it is a copy from start to finish, video-wise and song-wise, of one of the best fucking songs that came out of hip-hop in the last 25 years, Bad Boys for Life, featuring Diddy, who actually makes a cameo appearance in the video. Oh, you can tell by how intense I'm speaking about this right now. I'm not very happy with the output. I'm not very happy with what I see. I think it's a fucking disgrace. I think it's awful. I think our team should be fucking ashamed of themselves. And she's getting dragged on Twitter right now. She's already fragile and it's probably going to end bad. So this is all on you, record label man. Mm, A&R chief. Yeah. Someone says she's, but, the, she's the next Rachel Dazeel. That yeah, funny. but, and if you want to talk about all the colorism stuff and all of that, is we can talk about that for days, whatever, it is what it is. You'll see it. She's definitely doing all of the things that are being said of her. Mm-hmm. But I, I figured I would just read some of the lyrics to the mm, songs. Please. I'm excited. Love a little bitter in the sweet. Bad boy, my recipe. Mm-hmm. Being nice a little boring when you're in between the sheets. Mm. When I ride that hee-haw, you know I know how to please y'all. Mm. Very good. Mm. Little minx. Oh, <laughs> I like them tattoos and them gold teeth. Okay. Tap to make me feel like I'm a baddie. Okay. I like the fire you're bringing out of me, baby. Something about him got me weak in the knees. Mm. Pre-chorus now. The hole you dug should be criminal. Okay. Ooh, innuendo. My mama won't see what I see in ya. Okay. But I don't want it if it ain't bad enough. I don't know what it is. I like a bad boy. I like a bad, bad boy. And then she says, Oh my days. This is my bar right here. Okay. Verse two, verse two. Got a little attitude, but I think he's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. So hood, so good, so damn taboo. Oh boy. Know you know how to please me. Like it raw, baby. Mm. Sashimi. 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 Very good. Mm. I like that. 
That's um, a lot of chess. I, I would like. I'd actually like to defend Jesse Nelson on this. Why one. is this white people stuff? So I feel like I feel what we need to accept is is the trajectory of growth. Uh, the last time she attempted to project any any kind of like quasi black form of entertainment, she was asked to say Wagwan in a YouTube video, and came out with that. Oh, so this is this is like. This is maybe a less bad impression of trying to be black than that was. You know, I hate now that you said Wagwan. Go on. Anybody who's ever written Wagwan in a WhatsApp by saying W-A-G-1, I hate you. Oh, that's me. I'm, I do that quite often. Spell it out. Why, Sorry. You want the one. You Spell want the W-A-N. Out. Spell it out. Why? One. It's not Wagwan. It's Wagwan. Fuck's sake. So I actually had to go. You fucking colonizers appropriating and changing shit. You're I, asking me why, as if we don't make up the rules, Johnny V. I, I actually had to Google the whether fuck? I had to Google whether or not I'm allowed to say Wagwan recently. You, you technically you're not, okay? Technically <laughs> you're not, but we allowed you anyway. I mean, I'm from a country that's much closer to the Caribbean than Nigeria is. I'm sorry, what? Said it, I'm much. I'm from a country that's much that? closer. What country is that? Happy Venezuela. Tottenham. Venezuela. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I, I also see what you're doing with the. Uh, with the foundation there, with that Jesse Nelson look. Which which one? Have you not seen it? Have you which not seen one? The video. No. Oh, oh you still haven't seen the video. She's looking out. She's looking darker than Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. Nicki's getting lighter. Jesse's getting darker. Oh goodness. It's fucking mad, mate. But that being said, I've got no problem with the video at all. Oh, you, you like don't? it though? No, no, I don't like it. It's a shit song. But like, Just I, watch it on I, I mean, I saw a bunch of like reactions to it. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, oh, this colorism chat and like. Uh, cultural appropriation chat and all this kind of chat but ultimately from i saw the video it just looks like any bait like 90 it's it's outdated mm. it just looks like a bait like 1990s version it of someone trying like, to do a hip-hop tune it looks like christmas party's coming up in mm -hmm. a dead office somewhere in north london okay. and somebody has said that the theme is going to be rap Excellent. That's a great And theme. somebody right. who listens to The Doors and The Verve. Great bands. And, and Elbow mm, and, so and and uh, the Stereophonics, yeah? That great has, has the gone range. On, has gone onto Amazon okay. and typed in hip-hop costume. Right. And just copped everything that came up that is, was more than four stars. Is that what she looks like? That's what it looks like in the video. I saw the you got Mandem with the twists yeah. coming off their and head, but they've also got like the two-pack bandana strapped on their head. Who still does that now? Who that's, does that now? That's mad chat. Who? So the thing I like is that she really thought that she had like Harry Styles leave the group and do my own thing energy. Yeah. But like he 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 understood his lane. He's a meaty yeah. white boy that makes meaty white boy music. Yo, Harry Styles gets it in, yo. And he gets it in Harry because he's good Styles at his thing. Harry Styles will steal your chick. He gets it in because yeah. he's good at his thing. I don't know why she he thought will, she had that kind of A he game. He wear a skirt. And still steal your girl. snatch your missus. Yeah, 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 100. But he sticks to his lane. He's good yeah. at his yeah. thing, right? Is he Who? still alive? Yeah, he's yeah, like, like... We haven't heard about him in forever. Because <laughs> he's in America doing his thing. Probably he's like, I ain't heard him. He must be dead. He must be dead. Yeah, like... <laughs> it's difficult to recapture the public's attention once it's like... He's got it in America. He doesn't bother with this little market. He's got nothing in America. I think either. he released the album this year. He's massive in he's America. Got, he did that watermelon sugar right? tune. It was like number one in the yeah, US, yeah, he's bro. He's huge there. in the US. Yeah, he's big over there, man. He doesn't need this tiny little I Simon Cowell country. Corrected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, man, he did. He did bits. He, I think, he put out an album this year. I've never listened to Harry Styles' music, to be honest. He's got that one banger. Anyway, Black History Month. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah Black History Month. Thirty-four years of celebrating it in the UK. Every year there is a theme. The theme for Black History Month this year is proud to be. Now, I think that's important because I think often the narrative around Black people in the UK, Black people in general, is always steered towards peddling trauma porn 
And I think it's time that that changes. There are loads and loads of examples of where the narrative is changing around black generational wealth. The representation across industries that are growing, it's clearly not where we want it to be, but it's getting to a place that we feel a little bit more like there is a plan in action for a, I guess, a multiplier effect long-term. Um, it's been good to be a part of it. As I've said before, I run the black professional community where I work, so I've been involved in putting on a whole bunch of events. And by the time this comes out, it'll be about a week and a bit into October. Um, and we've been putting on a whole bunch of stuff where I work, and it's been really, really good, really, really inspirational. What wasn't... Sorry, when you say a bunch of stuff, you mean like talks? Or yeah, you mean like talks, literature and things events, to read? articles internal stuff on you know the big old screens and nice. stuff like and people come in to speak to at your seminars and stuff because like of covid it's been like difficult either. right but it's yeah. been it's been remote so this okay. week we had grace ladojo who is the manager of skepta and the founder of metallic inc which is essentially a company that funds creatives so she has these prizes like a gold silver platinum prize mm -hmm. and depending on which one you win you can get i think up to like 25k to fund whatever it is your business venture is well, in the creative in a, in space a grant, like a grant or a essentially yeah no it's a grant okay, okay do they do they have a podcast section in um well i mean if you pitch it because it's got to be i think you've got to pitch it as a deck an investment deck essentially yeah. and they pick the right one maybe i should but yeah you could it, you could you could i never i never put this forward but if you're planning on spinning off and doing your own thing let me know i'll put you in touch i'll i'll, I'll seek the yeah, black yeah, funding yeah yeah, yeah but it, but it's been it's been it's been really really sick uh to be honest it's been it's been good Good news that came out of Wales uh, this week mm -hmm. was they decided that in the school curriculum, they are going to be teaching black, well, BAME, and I hate that term, BAME history in schools. They also put up a forward. statue of the first, I think it was the first black head teacher. Yes, they did. Can't remember her name, Maybe which is bad. No. Why'd you bring it up and you don't know her name? But what does the it, fuck? I don't know. It's just context, isn't it? <laughs> Pick up the Welsh. Yeah. But what also happened in Hackney, uh, there was a Windrush monument that was put up. Yeah, you're, you're sticking up the gun fingers, Johnny. But mighty, I don't know if Hackney. this is. It's not for the Windrush thing. I don't it's know. For if mighty, this mighty is, Hackney. Yeah, no, but, Shout out the end. but also this is this is bad. So yeah, they um they got a British artist Veronica Ryan to create a monument uh, mm -hmm. in tribute to the Windrush generation. And there was a little bit of a furore when it was revealed because ultimately what it was was three oversized statues, I guess you want to call them, of Caribbean fruit. So mm -hmm. it was just like three blocks of whatever it was of fruit. One was a custard apple, one was a breadfruit, and one was a soursop. Now, if you see this, did you see that you saw the picture? Right? Yeah, I think huge, I showed you guys, yeah. obviously. Um, not quite what people were expecting when a tribute to the Windrush generation was coming in Black History Month. But I don't know, man, maybe I'm on my own on this. I, I think it's awful. But what I will say is if this is in isolation, this is terrible. If this is one of many steps that lead towards the Windrush generation and the generations thereafter getting some fucking reparations, um, then, then cool, I'll take it. But if this is it in isolation, boy. I don't know why I go it's on. Definitely not, definitely not it in isolation. You also, you also see some flags go up here and there, but it will be symbolic. <laughs> it will be symbolic things, right? 
Um, flags <laughs> here and there. The more, uh, the more I see, yeah, because uh, apparently the mayor of London's moving into some new offices, right? Oh so, yeah, oh yeah, in, in in the Docklands, in Docklands or some City shit. Hall's going to move to Docklands. Yeah, yeah so it's, that's what I mean. The mayor of London and yeah. the whole City Hall are moving mm. offices, and uh, it was announced flags. that they're announcing. Yeah, they're flying like a variety of flags Very for good. like Pride, lesbian Pride, trans uh, tr transgender, mm -hmm. uh, Windrush. Mm. Uh, they picked like 10, 15 like causes of minorities and all in the flags UK are flying. and they're going to flag, fly those flags. Very good. So you'll see stuff like that. Nothing like uh, substantial or nothing that's non-symbolic. But anyway, to go back to this art that you're talking about, the more, I th the more I see and the more I think about it, art is all one big hustle, basically. <laughs> it's all like, yep. realistically, I'm willing to put, put money on the fact that you could have gone to three schools spoken to a class of year sevens three three different schools with three different classes of year sevens and one of them would have come up with this idea well uh, because it's not that complicated i mean what yeah. you've been asked for an artwork and you've taken three fruit. pieces of fruit that's Pretty indigenous mad, to these countries and just blown them up to the proportions of I mean, you know, look at this shit it's a, it's a joke hey, like, look at this shit not that i mean what i, I don't know art, art, I, I, maybe i just don't understand art as a thing well, you did buy a digital piece of art. Which so is so pretty, that guy, which is the only piece of art that I actually own, yeah. uh, I, I saw a tweet of his and he was like, a lot of people are asking me how to become an artist. Here are the steps. Step one, decide you're an artist. <laughs> Step two, you're an artist now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it is, basically. Yeah. You wake up yeah. one day and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm an artist now. Yeah. And you get some little commission like this come, comes up. Mm -hmm. And then you put three pieces of fruit. You might as well have a fucking banana in there and and, and, and put it up on the South Bank or where the fuck it is. Some watermelon. So, so I will say that one of my favorite trivia facts is that Grenada is the only country in the world that features a spice on its flag. Mm. Okay. Cool. Where are we going? Which is the nutmeg. One. But the point is that... Um, it's it, how he draws all the girls. It's yeah. uh, pub quiz gang. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, it's a bit of a bit of a wasted opportunity, I feel. I mean, Massively. As an outsider. It's a bit of a wasted opportunity. There are numerous monumental figures of the generation who you could have made statues of as a reminder yeah. to their contribution. Yeah. You, there are uh, movements. There are... Um, cultures, there are uh, policies, there are many, many things that you could have memorialized in statue in the borough of Hackney, as I'm sure people from South London feel very passionate, etc., etc. Many, many things you could have remembered. But more poignantly, what the Rindrush generation should be remembered for in history is the contribution, but in the current time, is that basically these people are being fucked by the but government. This is the thing, right? I know that you guys came over on that big old boat called the Windrush. And I know that you were instrumental in rebuilding post-war Britain. And I know that like 50, 60 years later, we forgot about that and said, off you go, mate. Thanks for coming. Back, back to the jungle from whence you came. Mm. Um, but before you go, you can take a selfie next to a sour sop. Yeah. Well, chances are, if you actually grew up here, you've never never even eaten one or seen yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. In real life um, anyway. So it's pretty fucked. It just feels like, like if you were going to commission an artist for them to do something that could be quickly forgotten, it would be something like this. Yeah. There's no unifying 
cause. There's no there's no image to rally around yeah. with something like a fucking also, piece of fruit. Also, forget right? the art. Who cares? No one cares. Like, don't worry about memorializing this. Just fucking figure out the actual issue, right? Like, these people are still being shipped out, right? Stop so, the deportation like, flights. Yeah, Give yeah. these people passports and visas. They've earned it. They've been here their entire lives. They're British. All the pictures I saw with this thing were just like passerbys. And if you're in the Mare Street area, you'll see this. Um, but all the pictures that I saw were just like random passerbyers. Like Sadiq Khan, going back to him, Waste, I, I don't think that there was even like a, a photo moment for him. Although what, what is quite funny is that he pegged himself next to this amazing artist called Yinka Elori, who's been basically painting all across London in his very, very unique way. Mm. Sadiq Khan took that as a perfect opportunity mm. to, to show that he's fucking hit. But this... For some reason, he distanced himself from, and it's a quick little tube journey away. Quite, so quite Sadiq, wild. Sadiq Khan's very happy to take lots of pictures at the new uh, tube station next to Battersea Power Station, yeah. where they're going to gentrify a shit ton of London Hell flats yeah. and make access to property inaccessible. So he wants pictures of that yeah. multi-billion pound PPE sham contract. But the Windrush generation as the mayor of London, but I'm a bit too busy for he's, that one. He's yeah. done. He's finished. How do you feel? When when uh, Black History Month swings around, Tommy, is this like significant to you? Is it? Because nah. I'll, I'll be on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just straight now. Nah. Until we started talking about it in the chat, I didn't know it was Black History Month. Which happens. I think it creeps up on a lot of people. It's never been important. It's celebrated, it's celebrated in October here. It's celebrated in February in America. That's what that, I was thinking. Like mm. We've already done it this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. But regardless, like it's not a very big deal to me. It's not a deal for me at all. Actually. Why? Um, Any particular reason? Every no. month is Black History Month. Basically, like, the, yeah, I'd, I've never understood. Maybe I haven't spent enough time thinking about it. Mm -hmm. So let me preface it by saying that. Yeah. But uh, I just never really understood the need to have a month to celebrate it, basically. Okay. Like. To Johnny's point, every day is Black History Day for you, is that what you're saying? Sure. Like something along those lines, effectively. More than yeah. like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, okay, maybe it's worth spotlighting something that a particular month draws everyone's attention to it. We do it for cancer and other... It's just things. like any other holiday, sure. commemoration, religious event. Like, they're, mm, they're typically annual. But they're days, right? They're not month long. It just, I don't know. It feels like a bit of overkill for like something that should be like a, a bit of a standard already. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't... They, they, if they let's put it this way, right? And it goes kind of goes back to what we were talking about um, last on the last pod about the women and uh, the violence that's happening mm -hmm. on the streets, right? If there was, let's say, a bit more equality, there wouldn't be that month, right? Oh, I don't know, man. And I don't know if there's like, I don't know. I, maybe I don't you know. could explain think, to me why it's important. I think where you land somewhere where you aren't necessarily the majority and you have contributed a great deal and your past is rich, but often where you live forgotten, it is important that you take stock in a way. Whether or not it should be a month long or a week long or a day in the year, for me is less significant. But I think ultimately you should feel prideful in celebrating your origin. It's a heritage month ultimately. It's about, it's about being black, it's about- But you could be prideful about your heritage. Well, I am prideful about my heritage any time of the year, right? Yeah, but so I mean, unless again, that goes like back to my point before. Like an educationary you, experience. You, you can celebrate being alive every day, but when your birthday comes, you're getting lit. Yeah, but my birthday is not running for a month, right? No, but it's the same principle, right? It's not yeah, as long, but it's sure. the same principle. I get you. I feel you. you know Maybe I mean? if the argument was that this uh, this month is to spotlight the rich history 
for those who don't know anything about it, then cool. Maybe you can kind of vibe with it as like an educationary experience. Mm. But uh, I can't ever say I've put too much stock in it personally myself as like Black History Month and celebrated it or gone to events or whatever, whatever. Fair. Um, From the outside perspective, I think what's more important is that it's not used as an excuse. And again, to revisit to another topic that we've discussed about um, the the concept of companies hiring for the sake of diversity. If it's mm-hmm. just seen as a diversity token for the powers that be to pretend to focus on black issues for a month and then disappear for the other 11, it's not particularly productive. I think when Black History Month goes into the corporate world, it you don't, you don't know what the reasons are that people are doing it, right? right. Um, I think if you do a little bit of research into Black History Month as an institution, your local MPs essentially have a budget to celebrate this because it's mm-hmm. recognized in this country as a national heritage month, right? So to your point, in the right hands, I think it's a jovial, For uh, sure. much needed occasion, however long you feel it should be. When it gets into corporate hands, I agree with you. It is often an opportunity for some corporations to get into fucking high drive virtue signaling, um, which is problematic. So even beyond corporations, take this, this, it's just, it's a bit jarring when you get the conservative government tweeting they're like three black MPs whilst refusing to incorporate any education oh, about they get slavery busy? and did the empire in the national month? curriculum. Of course they would that. do. They're boring, the par- boring. They're the party uh, of mobility, right? So as long as it's not hijacked. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. boring. That part's boring. Like you're like, whatever. Anyway, the, conserv- the conservative thing, whatever, the corporation chat you were talking about, like I don't understand why it's any different, why we look at Sadiq Khan or any other politician as if they're equally not going to be using it in a... Um, Sarah Spit, like I think it's quite easy to tell who's about it and who's not, though. No, I don't think so, it is. I think it is. I Ow. think I think people typically have track record in dealing with and supporting particular causes. So, so when they Sadiq's so when they come, I'm not saying I'm saying he doesn't have one. So if he comes out in celebration of it, then we know what it is, right? No, but I'm saying like my our attention spans are too short to know what everyone's record is. So what we're gonna see is we're gonna flip the Evening Standard open on our way home. And you're going to see a little piece about X politician and X cause that that you you align yourself align yourself with whatever it may be whether it's Black History Month whether it's you know whatever cancer survivors or whatever and for them it's just a photo op right so we can't like try to draw a fake distinction between corporates and and like the political class it's all the same the same way that big corporations yeah, will be using I mean, this I, I for, think we're in agreement right yeah. i think in the wrong hands i think in the wrong hands black history month or any heritage month can be ultimately and i don't know if this is the right term can ultimately be bastardized if it gets into the wrong hands but 90% but you of just the hands have, are the wrong just, hands is what i'm saying no one's ultimately just doing it altruistically like from a not from, from a corporation an, and not, a political standpoint. exactly okay. not the individual i'm talking about the the corporate and the 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 politician so i guess final thing i would say is that i think the point we all agree on is that as long as it's a force for good it's it has a utility right and a lot of people are skeptical about it that it doesn't actually make any change but i was out for dinner yesterday with with three brokers city broker type deal right it was me a bloke in his late 30s a bloke in his mid 50s and a bloke in his early 60s okay now the bloke in the early 30s and the in in his late 30s and the bloke in his early 50s have independently of each other within the last week or so given me the chat that there is no harder place to be in the world in this country uh, than being a white man. <laughs> Both independently had that chat with me. Facts. Right? There is nothing harder than being a white man 
in England. That's how they feel. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought you were agreeing. And the other bloke in his early 60s... You should add someone, the word straight to it as well, right? Straight it, yeah, white straight white bloke. Yeah, yeah, and actually exactly. the guy in his late 30s made that point specifically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the other bloke in his early 60s is someone who you would absolutely, and I know him and I love him to bits, and he's someone you would absolutely put in that camp. You think of the other two think it, he would think it. But he actually pulled me for, uh, over dinner last night and said, you know what? Because he, he knows I'm left-wing and whatnot. Da, da, da. And he said, you know what? Over the last year and a half, what's happened in the world has really made me change the way that I think. I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, it wasn't, I was never a racist. It wasn't that I um, didn't get on with black people or it was like I was ever rude to them or mean to them. But when they would complain, I just wouldn't understand. I wouldn't get it. It didn't make any sense. I just didn't believe them. But really, you actually see what happened in the world and you listen to the arguments and they explain and you do realize that it is tough for them to get jobs because I've heard other brokers that won't hire a black geezer because then they can't make jokes on the desk or they won't hire a girl because they feel uncomfortable that if they blow their gasket, yeah. then they've, then the girl will dob on them. So actually Fucking like facts. in the last 18 months, it's, it has dawned on me that, you know, I should probably be treating these people not necessarily differently, but I should be as nice to them as I would to anyone else. And fair play to the geezer. Like you can shit on him for maybe not having done it for the last 40 years, but no. he has made that step. He's an old yeah. boy. He's a 60, he's a 60, never shit on him for that. 61, 62 year old white geezer who's been working in the city for the last 35 years. Why did he feel years. the need to tell you that? Like how did that conversation? Because he probably like, knows he Johnny's. You for that chat. Yeah, yeah, he, he knows Johnny's standpoints and stuff, right? Right. And I'm everyone's token lefty, right? Okay. Um, and th that was, th we had this, we had this chat over dinner last night and you think, okay, as long as like, he, he didn't mention black history much specifically, but he was talking about the uh, publicization of the George Floyd protests yeah. and all the other BLM stuff. And he said, fucking hell, all the other brokers I work with talk about BLM and taking the knee. But they're not taking the knee for BLM. They're taking the knee to stop racism. I don't understand why people get so upset about it. So as long as these incremental changes still continue to happen, there is a value in stuff like Black History Month. And fine, the other two geezers who think that there's nothing harder than being a straight white man, they might take a bit longer. But if you can win round the 62-year-old, there's still hope to win round the 55 and the 38 year old. Can we get one of those 30 year olds on the pod, please? I want them to articulate why they think it's so difficult for them. I can articulate them. it for you. It's, it's not that difficult to imagine. You've had that conversation tons of times. I'm sure. I, I want them to make me an eye when they say I've that conversation tons of times. And like, Nothing harder than being a straight white man in Ultimately, Britain. what we have to realize is that we're all self-serving actors, basically. There are very few people who are willing to take an L personally for the the idea of a wider collective good, right? So these men are looking through their struggles through their own prism. And in their own prism, as a guy who's white, who's straight, and who's a male, they're basically seeing opportunities for advancement and stuff like that in the workplace limited compared to what it was historically. Mm -hmm. Boo right? fucking sure. who? Sure, boo who for you. But not for, for them. For them, no. no boohoo no. for them. No, no, it's in boohoo from your perspective yeah. for them, right? But from their perspective, they're not looking at it as boohoo. I should take, I should, I should make less money in the next five years so that this guy or this girl or or this uh, person. They're not going to make less money. Well, they are. They make more money in the long run. Ultimately, if they are dope at what they do, nothing changes. Well, yes and no, right? And we've had this, this conversation, and that's not true either, right? What do so, you mean? Well, historically, if, we, if we're going to have like a, a completely honest conversation, this Brer, Johnny's mate, mate or whatever, broker or whatever he said, would have worked on a team of six or seven people or whatever, 
X amount of people and every month or every year you'd have seen a, a pipeline of career progression, right? Okay. And there's a certain guarantee, I guess, that would have come with tenure and social uh, connections and like you said, how good you are at your job and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Now what they're saying is that that career advancement for that individual is lim is more limited than it was historically. But but more limited than it's been for us. It doesn't matter about you. But I don't care about this you. is where this is where their argument for me ends. No, no, but it I understand end. that it's an argument. Don't get me wrong. I completely say, understand what you are saying, but do I really have time to indulge somebody or these views of people who are ultimately? But why should they the indulge least? your views? Right. Because Everyone's looking at it from their own prison. But bro, if you are of the thought process, if you're of the view. These are not valid concerns. If you look around your office and it's predominantly white or predominantly male and you don't see that as a problem, my friend, you probably don't have the widest perspective of the world. Again, but that's not a problem for me to fix, right? I've been hired into a, into a role. If I'm like some hiring I've manager been here 20 years. or whatever, it's always okay. been this way. But if I've okay. been hired into a role and I've gone into this position, I'm not there to like, I'm there to look after myself. I want to get promoted. Then, I want to do the best job look, I can. Then look after yourself. Get. So I, but that's what this bread is saying. This bread is saying, I'm a straight white male. I'm top earner on the desk. I can't get a promotion. It's nothing harder but, but than why, being a straight but, white But he male. thinks that he's not getting a promotion because there are black people and women coming in and taking those jobs that are, that are not as good as him. Yeah. That's a fucking nonsense. I don't know if it is. Of course it's a nonsense. I don't buy if it's 100% a nonsense because we've seen it with our eyes. And this is what it comes to. That we over, had this debate ourselves. This is about, the overcompensation over right? that we're talking about. Right? Okay. So then but what I've happens, never been on the side that people should just be higher because of their color. Agreed. I I've you. always been on the side that there should be a level playing ground because you there are people are no who look like me who guy. are better. You're not different to Johnny's broker because you're not, he, the same way he can't see not? it through another prism. He doesn't care about your I can see it from a prison. I've taken L's. Yeah. For jobs yeah. versus white men yeah. who were better than me. Full okay. stop. Sure. Do I feel under threat? What do you mean? No, I don't. I just need to make myself better than them long sure. term. Okay. So but you've I'm accepted not the same. that he's better than you. I'm accepted that he was better for me than yeah, that in that particular role. Right. Exactly. But but, but, he's, but he he's, could also be he's correct. Contrib he's contributing this threat or his lack of luck or his future prospects as being under threat based on something that is actually more in his control than he thinks. He thinks there's an agenda against him. Yeah. When yeah. ultimately, to your first point, yeah. we are self-serving. Yes. Level up. God, I can't believe I use level up fucking but after, you're a, after, after the Tory fucking Calm conference. Calm down, Boris. Yeah. That's also a good chat. Right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I Because Gary never went apeshit about that level yeah, up yeah, chat. Yeah. But anyway. And but also about the universe. Why credit. I don't anyway, agree with let's you. Let's finish yeah? up on this though. Yeah, why yeah, I don't agree on. with you, yeah, is because you're right in an idealistic sense, right? But my G is saying something very clear and I've seen it very clearly myself bro, bro, as well, I, right? I guess the point I'm Where trying to make. If a, corporate, if a corporate has turned around and said, we see there's an issue here, but brother, right? My guy, mm -hmm. let me, let me mm -hmm. t tell you where we're gonna go. Like you said, I see that 70% of my workforce is X or straight, is white, is male, whatever it may be. Brother, not all complaints are valid complaints, man. Yeah, but you can't, but you don't know anything about his story to disqualify his complaint. He's basically saying it's difficult for me. But he knows nothing about the story, the stories rather, of the people who are apparently coming in and encroaching on his, in his workspace. He doesn't know the story of the people who are coming through the door. He just thinks he's under story, threat. But he is under threat. Okay. Is he not under threat? 
So the argument as they present how, it. How is he under threat? Because so you had the, a the, majority... repre the representation is still going to be very much in the favor of the people that it is today. But less so. So Less so, so but, but, but look at the margins that we're talking about right now. They're fucking huge margins, right? I'm not saying he's right, so, but he is under threat. He's uh, clearly under threat. He's not really under threat. And that's what goes back to my point about not all complaints are valid ones. But you can finish up before. So the, This is a good debate. I just didn't expect... I didn't yeah, know where to go yeah, down. Yeah, it's kind of come yeah, out. Yeah, no, yeah. But so the argument is... So I, I will almost quote verbatim the point that Tommy's getting at. And this is what this guy said to me, 38%. 38-year-old guy said. We had a presentation where basically they, they had a target uh, to reach something like 40% of the labor force in, in the bank being women. They've only reached about 33%. Okay, so that was the point. They said, the CEO said, we've considered that a failure. We're going to do more. Okay, so 38-year-old dude said to me, well, the thing is, right? So let's say that you want to hire a certain percentage of people to be women. Well, then it doesn't stop there, does it? Then you have to hire a certain percent to be ethnic minorities. Such bullshit. And then you have to hire a certain <laughs> percent to be oh. LGBT. And then you have to hire oh. a certain percent. And before you know, like... There's just everyone, right? And then oh my what, God. What, and then what, what, and then what, what a fucking the, horrific and then, sight that is. And then like, well, this is the point. As a, as a white bloke, you don't... You, like, you, you just, don't you want feel, everyone. I don't you, want everyone you, near me. You feel I like... Want, you, I want my own If near you me. don't tick a diversity box, then, you know, then you don't actually get a job. And this, I swear to God, as my witness, this is what the geezer said, and I don't really think he was joking. He said, well, I'm happily married now and I've got three kids. But like, if I had my time again, in today's world, it would make sense that, you know, I'd marry a, you know, certain mocker or cappuccino so that at least uh, if my kids come out of colour, then they'd be able to get a job. Right. And that's how I, they think. We, I mean, I, that's I, how they I, think. I can I fucking have a conversation with somebody like that? But that's how they think. <laughs> but that, that, okay, but you can only play the chessboard in front of you. Like, of course, you, of course. Uh, you're, I understand how fucking dumb it is <laughs> to think that way, but that is it's not the that power dumb. structure. It is dumb. It is dumb because this guy's already a manager, so his access to talent is actually greater. Right. If they stop just hiring white dudes and they hire women and people of color and transgender people and LGBT people, then actually they're able to hire from a wider pool. And blessing, this is what the 62 year old broker said. He said, well, the entire time we've just been hiring meaty boys from Essex. Well, actually, we could have been hiring people from all over the gaff and we'd have made a lot more money. There's yeah. no argument. I'm, let me just clarify what I'm trying to say to you, man. I'm not saying that diversity isn't important. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not saying that. having yeah. a diverse pool of employees won't contribute towards better outcomes. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Sure, sure. But if you're a straight white male, it's very clear that your opportunities are smaller than they were before. I accept your point as to your opportunities are still bigger than the other people's opportunities. Accept it. But how can you not feel threatened when your opportunities are slimming? They're still big, fine, but they're slimming, right? So it's weird to say the opportunities are getting smaller, but you shouldn't feel threatened. I would say it's not that the opportunities are smaller. I think your competition pool is just growing. And so you've got to grow up there and deal you go. with it. Just feels so good to be able to debate, to talk to people who are as far right as Tommy uh, <laughs> and as, as far left as Johnny. Empathetic. And here I am in the middle trying to make sense of it all. New Labour's no, no, very no. own Richard. No, Yelly. but it's important. It's important because like we've we've had conversations along these lines a couple of episodes ago, I think, when we were talking about diversity in the workplace. We are, for the most part, in agreement with uh, a lot of these cases, right? But ultimately, I think people don't want the incumbent power, so to speak. They don't want the status quo interrupted. They don't want to have conversation with people who they perceive to be different. They want to drive that wedge further and further apart instead of having conversations with people from these communities, like your older, but like the older guy you mm -hmm. were speaking about, Johnny. 
and then they complain that like they're under threat. Nah, just just have a word, just have a chat. Let's have a chat. Take the community approach, buddy, and you'll figure out that you're not really under threat. I think the statistics in a country that only has three percent of black people, specifically, um, probably on your side. But what do I know? Um, did you man see the uh, Dave Chappelle stand up? I actually haven't got round to it yet. I was hoping to watch it today, but I had a, a cabbie, black cabbie, stole another white cabbie's job. Um, he distracted me <laughs> all the way here. Um, oh, shit. So I haven't been able to watch it yet. I've definitely seen it. What do you think, Tommy? Uh, first of all, first of all, how do you rank it in terms of his stand-ups? Is it top end, bottom end? Uh, in the middle. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't, say it's, uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's in the top end. Um, wow. Because he's just got a legendary catalog, right? Oh, of course. So, like, I wouldn't say it's right at the top. But the top end Chappelle is a very high bar. Exactly. To clear, Excluding right? the exactly. show, by the way. Just yes, the yes, yes, just the stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just the stand high bar. To yeah, clear. yeah, yeah. But what I will say is the first thing I said after it finished was, I think I might have to see that again. Yes. Oh, okay. So, yes. Unlike I Donda. felt less jokey. Yeah. Right. It it didn't feel because obviously it was. I don't know if you've seen the trailer that they released. Not yet. Building up to it, but the trailer made it very clear that this is basically the last one as part of this Netflix deal that he's got. Right. It's the closer. It's the final one of the five or six that he's okay. done for Netflix. Okay. Right. So it felt like when you're watching it, it wasn't just pure comedy. As always with Chappelle, there's a lot of like cultural commentary, yeah. basically. Because it gloves off, mm -hmm. basically. So it was very much trying like cultural commentary with jokes. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to his usual stand ups, which are jokes yeah. with cultural yeah. commentary. Okay. He's commentary. made that pivot and it happened during the pandemic as yeah, well. He did the post, George Floyd one yeah, when he's exactly, smoking on stage, right? Where he just speaks, right? And, it, and that that's what. 846. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what makes his whole thing. I mean, he's one of my fucking idols. I don't have very many idols in life but he is one of my fucking idols so for me it's going to be a completely biased view but i genuinely think that the guy can do no wrong even when he does no real comedy in his shows you are absolutely captivated yeah. by him as an orator like yeah. he's just unbelievable yeah, yeah. storyteller honestly yeah. like Performer. he just speaks yeah. and you just hang on to his every word but the closer I mean, he's probably going to have a couple more Netflix specials because he's got a pretty good deal there and they keep throwing loads of money at him. Even though he is currently involved in a massive storm as a result of this stand-up, he is receiving a massive amount of backlash. That's not like him. For Fairly once, for once yeah. again, making jokes directed towards the LGBTQ plus community, hmm. defending the author JK Rowling and making specific references to the inconsistencies in treatment that the baby got as a result of killing somebody versus what Dave Chappelle has received as a result of making jokes about that community. What he said about JK Rowling, hate Harry Potter, but we'll crack on. That's racist. Um, <laughs> he said, Cancel JK Rowling, my God. JK Rowling wrote all the Harry Potter books by herself. <laughs> She sold so many books, the Bible worries about her. <laughs> and they canceled her because she said in an interview, and this is not exactly what she said, but effectually, she said, gender was a fact. And then the trans community got mad and they started calling her a turf. I didn't even know what that was. But I know that 
trans people make up words to win arguments. And I didn't know this. I'd never heard of this term before. A trans exclusionary radical feminist. Mm -hmm. Johnny's nodding. That's how you know he's on Twitter because he knew that. Mm -hmm. he, he knew that. He's familiar <laughs> um, with the acronym. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's quoted as saying, I'm team turf. Gender is a fact. Every human being in this room, every human being on earth had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on earth. This is a fact. He then went on to say that trans women's genitalia is like an impossible burger or like a beyond burger version of a pussy, um, which is- Beyond meat. Beyond, did he call it beyond, beyond? He called it impossible pussy or beyond pussy. Like, yeah, beyond pussy. Like, it's, it's like, honestly, the guy's on a fucking another, the way his mind works is crazy. Oh, but um, the most pivotal line that no one clocked, I think, well, ironically, they probably, the people complaining probably haven't even listened to the full stand-up, is that final line. The way he starts off with saying that people accuse him of punching down mm. onto the trans community. And then, you know, after an hour and a half of his kind of stand-up monologue, he was Told like, that story. He told the story. And Do we want to give it away as a spoiler? No, no, let's yeah. not give it yeah. away. But no, then no, he, I haven't seen it it's yet. just the final line mm. where he's kind of spent an hour, an hour and 20 minutes kind of flipping the tables. Yeah. And then being like, so I asked the trans community, stop punching down on my community, yeah. basically, which yeah. is yeah. like quite interesting how he started and how he kind of finished. Yeah. I'm also um, surprised that the the Jewish community haven't jumped down his neck. Yeah, and Johnny, no spoilers, but you'll you'll understand what Tommy means by that when you when you watch it. He he Very goes good. he goes in straight. It's um, too good. Sa Jews safe to say that he's not part of the tribe, as you call it. Is he not? Um he, look, look how tense Johnny is right now. The thought uh, no. Dave, Dave Chappelle he's going at his people. Now, to be honest, it's um, he's a Muslim. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But um, I mean, is he? He was a devout yeah, like Muslim yeah. during Chappelle show. Okay, this is an interesting story. Didn't drink, didn't smoke, nothing. Yeah, right, proper right. devout Muslim. Yeah. And then after the whole you know debacle of oh Dave's gone crazy yeah. and he's left Chappelle show and all that, that's basically when he started drinking. Yeah. Okay. So before but, um, then, he didn't. He was a proper Muslim, like born again kind of Muslim. Yeah. Okay. And Glad, which is a media monitoring organization that protects any sort of defamatory coverage of the LGBT community, went in on him. Um, there was another, the National Black Justice Clo Coalition, which sounds like friggin', I don't know, like the Avengers or some shit. Cancel Kings. Um, they said that they they want Netflix to pull this show. The irony of it all, and I'm gonna allow you guys to watch it and you know give your own opinion, but the irony is that he saw this coming. If you watch an hour and 20 of this show, he saw this outbreak coming. And this is kind of what lets me know that not many people who complained about it actually fucking watched it. Because if they did watch it, I think the outcry would have been a slightly different, would have had a different level of source on mm -hmm. it. There can't um, be, if you've, if you've listened to it and properly understood it, it's difficult to have an outcry. That's literally, this is so fucking, this yeah. is why it's so fucking crazy. I'm not gonna say much more. Um, all I will say is that it's very, very important. And this is what, this is the sole reason that this could end terribly was founded, formed, developed, thought of. Man, if we get to a point where conversation with, you know, in this case, three people in the room who topic to topic may have completely fucking differing views on it, mm -hmm. can't put their opinions on the table and then walk away after and have a fucking whiskey, rum, beer after to just talk it out, massage the debate a little bit before we ultimately agree to disagree, then we are going to, and I would argue we probably already have lost something 
super, super critical mm -hmm. in this world. And it is only gonna get worse. You saw how populism came about, right? This era that we are living in, you saw how it came about. Please, please stop perpetuating it. If somebody like Dave Chappelle gets canceled, then yeah, man, we lose something pretty fucking important from the world. And it's quite, it's quite scary. I was watching, I was watching like a, 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 an opinion piece on it. And there was this woman and she was like, ah, uh, the thing is, man, when you, when it comes to the LGBT community, you just don't go there. You, you just don't go there. That's all she said. The alphabet people. That's literally all she said. You just don't go there. Huh? And people are saying that he's conflating race and he's putting race at a hierarch, higher, in a hierarchy, which is in a, in a position above mm -hmm. um, gay rights in the hierarchy and trans rights. But if that's his position, that's his position. I don't think that's what he was saying either though, right? In not necessarily just this stand-up, but in stand-ups before, he has basically said, why was it more difficult? He said it in this one. Why yeah. was it more difficult for Muhammad Ali or Cassius Clay to change his name than it was for Caitlyn Jenner to, to change her sex and mm -hmm. then be, what was it? Woman of the year yeah. within a year of being a woman. Within her first year. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in. Um, but that's all I'm going to say. I know you want to say something, but that's all I'm going to say on it. Just go watch it. It's fucking sick. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the wider point, and something that Dave Chappelle does very well as an artist, right, is that he skirts, it's about, maybe a bad time, but he skirts the line of engagement, mm. right? And these topics that he's always talked about, race, social mobility, transgenderism, whatever, they're complex topics. Yeah. And you've got to have space to get shit wrong, right? Yeah. If you just constantly attack people for not being on side, then what do you end up with? You end up with the entrenched fifty-five-year-old at dinner who doesn't think you can say anything. Yeah. You don't also give... got to disagree though. You sorry? He, I've got to disagree. He's not skirting. He dives head first. Okay, fine. Okay, he so he's a specialist. At it. That's his he, art. He but two in, in there. Yeah, like, he yeah. proper like two hands, like Roy yeah, Keane yeah. on Erling yeah. Haaland's dad, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but. It's something that he does very well, but as a wider point of society, what Rich was saying, there has to be space to get it wrong. And that is what This Good and Terribly was developed for. It's what yeah. it's called This Good and Terribly. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Chat before shit and get before uh, yeah. Marcus Rashford stole our thunder. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. told everyone, listen, just ask. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, can, I, can I say? Yeah. The answer is no. I can't. Yeah. Uh, but... Um, you, you end up with the entrenched 55-year-old over dinner who says that you aren't allowed to say anything anymore. And you don't give space for the 62-year-old to go on that journey of discovery. If you yeah. just attack him for not having been on the right side at the beginning, then people don't engage. And, and the irony is, and this is something that David Schwartz says very well, which is why I bring it back to him. The irony is that these, these communities, these people want people to engage in their debate, yeah. but are often unable to accept that they don't see their point of but view from the get-go. they don't want people go. to engage in the debate. They want people to agree. Yeah. Fine. That's very different. But you need That's to get, very but you need to bring thing. people on a journey, right? So if you, you can see someone doesn't agree with you, then you need to make them agree with you, right? Part of the reason why it's difficult to go on the journey, right, is if you have someone who agrees with you on 90% of the of the things, like JK Rowling, uh -huh. and disagrees on one point, mm -hmm. that's enough for them to get cancelled, yep. mm. right? And then that's what trickles down to your boy telling you, I have to be careful of what I say in the office, right? Mm -hmm. That's what's trickling down. JK Rowling, she's basically a, a, an ally of, of various minority groups, right? Mm. Gays, lesbians, this, that, that, blah, 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 whatever. But she said something, like you said, it could be like a journey that she's on, or it could be that like she needs to be convinced or whatever. But she made a statement about sex being um, fact, 
basically. Mm-hmm. Sex is a fact. It's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Women and that was enough. Women. That yeah. was enough for everyone to say, I never want to speak to see this lady again. Don't yeah. want everyone boycott Harry Potter. And that's why you lose people. And this is this is this is how the politics of populism or nationalist populism yeah. works. Someone comes up and says, Well, look, pal, actually you're not allowed to believe. The Wokies won't let you believe that women are women. Yeah. And that's how you were raised up. You were raised up as a good upstanding citizen and your dad was your dad and your mum was your mum and this lot, they're fucking bonkers. Uh-huh. They're absolutely fucking bonkers. You grew up in a society where, you know, you lived on your road and your pal lived on their road and everyone got along just fine. It never mattered that the Indians in the in the shop cause any problems, right? Yeah. Um, but if you, if, you, if you force people to be defensive, then actually human nature is to entrench into a position. Exactly. And it's this, yeah. you need to have this, this space to cause offense in order to yeah. get people to understand your point of view. The I, final I, point I want to make is just to say that anyone who knows me knows that Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian 100%. of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he is the that's goat. where I'm closing this He is for the GOAT. <laughs> and in a week or a month rather, where we've officially uh, lost R. Kelly as well, um, I beg, please, if you're listening, continue to cultivate spaces where we can come together and disagree on things because I can't keep canceling people, right? Like Robin Thicke and all them bad enough, right? Do you remember when we had to cancel Robin Thicke? Yeah, the white community lost one that day still. I still listen to Blurred Lines though. Fuck it, it's a yeah, great like song. There were some new things that came out great in song. relation to that, right? Emily yeah. Ratajkowski yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, that like came that. out. It's... That but came look, out like last 10 days or something. Yeah. Like she was like apparently groped by Robin Thicke on, on, yeah, the, yeah, on yeah. the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancelling for yeah. that, right? Yeah. On the th- oh, no, no, but he's already cancelled. Yeah, cancelled. Like she came out with this thing about a story uh, about how he grabbed her tits. Do you remember how times. he got caught cheating on his wife? How? Do you remember? He was in a bar um, and he was hugging this girl. So there's this picture of him hugging this girl and they're in front of a mirror. Right. So the person's taking a picture of him like that. And what you can see in the reflection is him putting his hands right up her skirt. Oh, snap. <laughs> really? And that was how his marriage fell apart. Wow. Because from, from the front, it just looks like he's got his arm around her. Yeah. From the back in the reflection, he's, he's just going right up there. Jesus. And then, yeah, and that's when Paula Patton, one of the sexiest motherfuckers alive, divorced him. And then he made an album called Paula uh, to try and get her back. Paula and it, Patton. And it yeah? sold uh-uh. 59 copies in week one because everybody was done with him. Uh-uh. And Pharrell and T.I. managed to get out of that whole thing scot-free. Uh, yeah. But sorry, what did he do wrong? Cheated on his wife. But that's why he got cancelled. No, 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 no. Blurred Lines was at the start of the Me Too movement. Very, very date rapey sort of song. Mm-hmm. I know you want it. I know you want so it. So that's the reason yeah, they yeah, got yeah. Can- he got cancelled. Yeah. I love yeah. that song, man. Like I really, really love that song. I just have to like change the lyrics wait, 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 a little bit. Is that like, why he got cancelled? Yeah. I, I got him, um, yeah. I have you to... don't do anything like Harvey Weinstein. No, 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 no. It's well, it later so... turned out that it, 10 years later he'd groped Emily Ratajkowski. But he got cancelled because the song was date rapey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was the song date so, rapey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, it lyrics. was deemed to be. Now, when I sing it, I sing a consensual version of it. And 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 do you know I what? Hope and you this, want it, <laughs> right? I hope you want it. And this and this is the point. I that, hope you want it. This is the point that we've been making. You know, they also they lost all, money on that. They all made that. They song. lost all the money yeah, because the mar- the, it was the worst rollout ever. No, because of the trademark, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. The Marvin Gaye estate yeah. sued their ass. The point that I wanted to make is this is where white disadvantage. Ah. Is played. Yeah. They all made that song together and Pharrell and T.I. are still famous. But then Pharrell came out with an album called Girl and a song called Happy. And nobody, nobody thought didn't, or, or remembered them titties of Emily Ratajkowski there on after. Didn't T.I. also go on the mad, didn't T.I. also go on a mad thing 
where he was like he like he's he checks, <laughs> Tommy Tommy's just seen oh. Paula Patton on Google and he's just gone what? yeah yeah sorry Tommy uh, Ti did a mad thing where he like he said he was going to check that his daughter was a virgin ah uh, let's move on Ti <laughs> yeah. Ti should be cancelled he be should fair. be he should be cancelled but anyway please stop cancelling our greats R Kelly deserved it Robin Thicke did not god damn it he's going to check her virginity yeah. Yeah, that's not. Wow. No, this is save that for the next is, pod. Yeah, no, that was no, a mad no, thing. No. And uh, his PR team did. Johnny doesn't want to let this one go. Um, <laughs> let's move on. Um, I'm going to focus on this for two minutes. What we thought was a very horrible case of a young lady being killed on her way home during lockdown last year became even more harrowing in the last week as the details came out. All I want to say is, Wayne Cousins. There is no amount of your cell buddies making your life a living hell every day, shanking you in the toilet every day, making you their bitch every day that will give any of us the satisfaction for what you did. RIP, Sarah Everard. Mm -hmm. Wayne Cousins was sent to prison for life. We hope he is buried under the prison. That's all I got on that. Well, I don't know about all of that. You don't believe in rehabilitation, yeah? I mean, I could indulge you on this, but... <laughs> Nah. I don't know about that, but I agree. Nah. I mean, the general sentiment is right, of course. What we, we can, all, like, what we can jump into is is this this fucking bullshit. And again, we can do this for a couple of minutes. This fucking bullshit rhetoric or this narrative shift of how you are supposed to deal with these situations where you are stopped by a loan officer or a plain clothes oh, officer. Um, the best, this, this idea that you should hail down a bus bro, or you they, should run away or you should be more streetwise or whatever the fuck that was. Brother, the amount of times I've tried to run for a 253 without oh. being handcuffed Brother. and the driver won't open the door for me at the stop. The Met Police came out in like literally within hours of the news saying that you should challenge the legitimacy of playing closed cops. Kind of though. Right? Like, what? Kind of. They said if, if the plain clothes fed is on his own yeah. and he's speaking to a woman. Right. So not me and you. We can't challenge shit. Uh, but that's what that's my that's that's the point I was going to get onto. By the way, because I would absolutely never recommend that my brothers try to resist arrest. I would never recommend anybody who looks like me who's from inner city London, who's black, or who's just from the ends to try and do that. If you're wearing a hoodie, if you speak a particular way, I would not recommend you try to resist arrest. It ends one way and one way only. But the timing of this, the fact that Boris almost as well kind of sprinkled his little salt in it as well. <sighs> The times we're living in are so fucking weird. Yeah, the maddest... Like, it's so weird. The maddest chat wasn't even that if you're getting handcuffed, wave down a bus, because that's just obviously stupid. But the maddest one was the West Yorkshire police chief. Yeah. Who came out and said, uh, if women are being arrested, maybe they should have a better understanding of the law. Yeah. As to why. I think so, it's and smart, what right? so they're entitled to. So let's, so let's focus on how you... Don't become another Sarah Everard as opposed to let's do the things that we need to do in society to make sure that there are no more Wayne Cousins. No, you're right, it's bitch. That was the nuts. message. No, you're right, bitch. It's That's... nuts. Know your rights. Held down a bus. Challenge their legitimacy. It's mad chat. And you might not die. You just don't understand how Cresta Dick still has a job. But then you do understand because her and Keir Starmer were effectively cut from the same security services cloth right it's absolutely mental wow. that she's still Kids still catching strays yeah 100 percent. wow um they're, they're basically two peas in a pod and you just wonder how the met is allowed to function as a police force there's like bizarre london-centric but also quasi-national 
totally ineffective force that's absolutely bent mm. all the way through, completely rife with bent coppers mm. to go a, a bit line of duty and totally inefficient practices and ineffective methods of policing. Mm. The audacity on the top to not only not help society, but to inhibit society's ability to move on yeah. from this by denying the fact with the help of what is effectively an industrial journalistic complex where all these fucking papers were saying ex-police officer this, ex-police officer. He wasn't an ex-copper. No. He was a serving copper in uniform that nicked her. He'd been there for less than a year. He He'd also been driving around naked amount. like three days before and they refused yeah. to nick him before uh, they even hired him. But I am right in saying that he was there for like a year or so. Something like that. that. Yeah, and, it was but, but, and in that time, by the way, in yeah. that small amount of time being in the force, he was already known as the rapist. So that was no, it. No, no, he's been switching between forces. Yeah, so oh, okay. before they even hired him, he was known as the rapist. Fucking wild. And he's actually now under investigation. They're not doing investigation. They're actually now investigating him for another crime. There was something super sus where like he'd taken time off work because apparently he'd put a drill through his hand. And then they just let him go back to work and they didn't really think that that was suspicious that a copper with firearms training had put a drill through his hand. Yeah. So now they're investigating. Anyway, totally unfit for purpose, absolutely morally bent that, that it like, again, this is insult culture. Sorry, this is the, putting- Not fit for purpose. He is or the whole Metropolitan Police? The Met Police Service. Okay. And, oh, and him, clearly. Yeah, but yeah him is, yeah. It's, this is insult culture. The, the Met Police Force is basically incels in uniform. Right, this is it, this is on women to solve. Women need right. to take these steps to avoid getting. John, Johnny stuck. wants them views again, isn't it? He, he wants to mention yeah. incels every single time we come on this podcast. He knows what it does for the views, babe. Hash, hashtag click you, baby. But it's true. How was how was this how is this any different? Well, if yeah. she wasn't dressed so provocatively, then the dressed copper wouldn't have nicked her and chopped her up and put her in the woods. Yeah. It's just mad chat. It's yeah. mad chat. And you think that our taxpayer money goes to funding this shit. It's, they've basically got impunity of action across the city. They can come, they could come bust this door down, drag us out, and we, what are we going to do? Resist? Yeah, We're fucked. That was, yeah. that was not new. That's been like that since before Sarah ever shot. Yeah. Ever but that's the point. It's fucked. It's Ben. Yeah, it's They're fucked. fucked. It's not um, fucked. I, uh... So what police having the right to kick down your door is fucked. But we're meant to live in a modern society, in a modern liberal society. So police Coppish... can't kick down doors. They shouldn't be kicking down doors of innocent people. They certainly shouldn't be nicking women walking home. It's fun being you because, like, you can come and just like. Did you say it's fun just, being you. Yeah, because you can have the opinion where, what like, every everything we talk about, basically, Johnny can like concocts this like huge conspiracy theory that's like it's just nothing's ever good, basically. Everything's fucked. What is good? It's is always this, everything's fucked. Is this basically. an anomaly? Let's keep this brief because I, I I said at the start two minutes. Is this, just, uh, is this an anomaly? I was talking about large. Is this endemic? Justice. Everything's this... fucked. Like every conversation, no, 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 it's like no, no. hell's going to, let's, everything's going to, to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> Fuck these man, that man, that man, these man, these man, that man. It's like a fucking tune. I'm trying to bring the focus like, in. Is this anomaly? For me, is this endemic? like, here's a question. All right. Has this been blown out of proportion to a degree? No. Right. In the sense. Oh, that, that was rhetoric. Okay. In the sense that you have this policeman who's definitely fucked, Right who's definitely shouldn't have been hired. There's all types of like institutional mistakes that could have been made yeah, and no vetting and this, this and that and that, blah, blah, blah. Got it. Mm -hmm. But is Wayne Cousins or this one case with Wayne Cousins justify all of the conversation around we've all lost faith in the Met, right? When who the fuck had faith in the first place? That's also a plausible argument, but there was clearly faith, right? From the political class, from the journalistic class, from everyone. We govern by uh, we uh, police by consent, and we all believe in the police, right? Now, 
we've seen various fuck-ups from the Metropolitan Police in the last 10, 15, 20 years, right? We, I think you guys kicked off this pod talking about uh, the Stephen Lawrence month or whatever, uh, Stephen Lawrence day or whatever mm-hmm. it was a couple of uh, months ago. And then from that period, 20 years ago, we've seen fuck-up after fuck-up after fuck-up after fuck-up, right? Whatever it may have been. But yeah, I've never heard conversation about losing faith in the metropolitan police as raw or as overwhelming as that conversation is right now right because there's one dodgy fed who's done this dodgy thing whereas historically we've seen much larger fuck-ups by the metropolitan police that haven't had this so i'm not saying the metropolitan police is perfect obviously not i'm not anywhere near the kind of person that would say the metropolitan police is perfect obviously not it's fucked there's lots of things that need to be changed but is one murder or one bent policeman enough for us to say we've lost faith in the whole thing? I'm not sure, but it's If fuck. your faith is high, my guy. My faith is not high. Is your I didn't really life. have much faith in cool. it. But I'm just surprised at how quickly the general public yeah. has lost faith. Bro, this, this, uh, maybe, maybe you didn't see how bad this fucking killing was. Mate. There's worse killings it doesn't than have that to be, happen it doesn't, every it doesn't, day. It doesn't always have to be death by a thousand cuts, right? This was the most egregious thing we've seen in a very, very long time. And it came from one of the force. And as for me, I think we should move on anyway, but like cool. that for me is it. Johnny's waving his hands, bro, but honestly, we should just, we should just move on. We should just move on. Let's talk about something more happy now. Uh-uh. Fuck Crested a dick. <laughs> yeah, join a union. I'm not allowed to, um, I'm not allowed to say, but I'm just gonna say, fuck Crested a dick, join, join a union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's happening else? What else has been going on in the world? Oh, Habibi has touched down in Geordie Town. Hawaii Habibi. Hey. The best images that I saw were a bunch of like pretty overweight, like pretty bait looking Geordies yeah. holding that Saudi flag. Yeah. <laughs> that was the <laughs> that best was image so I've joke. ever seen. Yeah. There, was like, a, there was a man in a Geordie t shirt uh, with the heads. What's it called? The head thing. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> with a sign that said, Alin Shira. <laughs> 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 Fucking hilarious. And Very if, good. If you don't know, I'll show you it later. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listeners, Newcastle United, a football club mm-hmm. that most people like, it's fair to say, right? Like, yeah, yeah. we love the Geordie Bobby people. Robson and that. They got some legendary players from the old school to, 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 to modern day drillers like Faustino Aspria and them, man. Um, they finally, after, what is it? 11, maybe even 14 years of horrible ownership mm-hmm. uh, by by fellow Geordie, Mike Ashley. No, he's not Geordie. He's, he's not Geordie. He's, he's a Southerner. He's a Southerner. Was he not Geordie? Yeah, that's no. why they fucking hate him. These mm-hmm. fucking Southerners come up here and fucked our club. Oh, my bad. Sports prick. Um, oh, yeah, he was with Dennis Wise and them, man, innit? Yeah, the Southeast. Sports Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. They've been taken over <laughs> by a Saudi Arabian backed consortium mm-hmm. for 305 great British million pounds. I said that weirdly, mm-hmm. you get my point. Um, so they are effectively the richest club in world football right now and are under the ruling of Mohammed bin Salman, AKA man like MBS, egregious. To put into context, rant just how incoming, yes. rant incoming, <laughs> rant incoming. It's coming. It's Please coming. try to conflate the Come world's powers in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can do the whole Jamal Khashoggi thing if you want, but to put into context just how rich the Saudis are, MBS once spent 307, 308 million pounds 
on a Da Vinci painting that turned out to not even be made by Da Vinci. Okay. That cost more than Newcastle United. Mazzolini. He is richer, or this consortium is richer, than the next nine richest football clubs in the world. He was doing this with that date the other day as well, wasn't he? Put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is date. Put together. He, they are richer than every Premier League club put together by a long way. They're richer than the next nine clubs put together. Uh, he is about 10 times richer than City's owner. Um, and yeah, like it's kind of fucked that people who chopped up a journalist in, in an embassy in Istanbul are allowed to, you know, sports wash uh, their country's image by buying a Premier League team. Um, but what's more upsetting, what's more upsetting is that this comes at a time when Spurs are really shit. So if Newcastle <laughs> are going to get into the top six with Leicester already knocking on the door, yeah. it could be bleak across North London. Yes, bleak. Um, and I'm not sure that I want Harry Kane playing for Newcastle. It might happen. I'm trying to think of a way that you can like Al Ain Shira Harry Kane's name. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how you'd be able to do that. Well, they've already got uh, um, Al and Saint Maximan, so they're, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they're not selling him anytime uh, soon. Leon um, Al. Tommy, Messi. what do you what do you think about all of this? We had a chat Mabruk, before. Welcome we, to the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pissed it in by United. No, not it's really. crazy. Like, it's let's crazy. be honest, yeah. Like, Johnny's point about, like, oh, it's sad about these guys coming in. Sure, it is the state actors who are trying to whitewash it. But that horse bolted a long time ago when the Qataris bought PSG, when the Emiratis bought Rob, When Abramovich City, bought Chelsea. When Abramovich bought Chelsea. So uh. that ship is, is long gone. So it's difficult that horse has bolted. So it's difficult now to be like... You're not my kind of dictator. Oh, that's a terrible but argument. But these dictators are my kind it's of a terrible dictator. Argument. The Premier League, for since Abramovich, even, yeah, basically since Abramovich, has sold out to money, basically. Money is the way football pyramids well, Sky Sports rotates. and the Premier League itself. But that's, that's yeah. how it all works, right? So it's unrealistic for us to expect the Premier League to have done anything different if they didn't block any of the other suspicious owners that have come through. Argument. The reason that, that there was a holdup to begin with had nothing to do with Saudi Arabia's human rights Correct. Mm. and everything to do with Saudi Arabia blockade on Qatar and, and, and therefore Bean Sports not being able to... Bean Sports, the Sky Sports of the Middle East, the, yeah. guys, the official carriers of the Premier League, yeah. not being able to show their, their content in, in Saudi Arabia, the biggest market in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. So that's the only reason for the holdup. So anyone who may have been under the, like, the false kind of con uh, preconceived notion that, that the Premier League were trying to do some kind of fit and proper test on these owners because we don't like their politics or whatever is completely misguided. The Premier League were trying to protect their own revenues by forcing these this con this consortium to um, either distance themselves or get the Saudis to completely reverse course but on brother, the piracy of but football. But MBS is on MBS is on the uh, he's a chairman of this fund that runs the business it's of PIF. It's a state yeah. investment yeah. vehicle, basically. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's not separate from this thing at all. He's not. Yeah. And the way you know it's not separate is the first time before the Premier League um, kind of blocked it, uh, MBS text Boris and, and was like, figure yeah, this like out. Push this, bro. Yeah, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> figure this out. What do you mean? And that's, that's what they use as proof that the consortium and the state mm -hmm. are, are linked. But they were linking it not because they weren't 
because of any kind of human rights related concerns. They were linking it because they wanted the piracy situation resolved. They wanted their partner, Bean Sports, who is essentially the only body who's going to bid on this contract the Mm -hmm. next time around Mm -hmm. to be able to maximize their revenues. Mm -hmm. Uh, And therefore, the Premier League can maximize their own revenues. Has nothing to do with human rights. And therefore, Mabrook Habibi. Johnny! Relationship advice. It's your week. It is my week. And we've got quite a good one this week. Oh! When, when are they not week. good? Submitted by a woman. Uh, we thank her for our submission. Thank you. I have been seeing a guy for the last year. This is my first relationship since my ex cheated on me. Uh, I was single <laughs> for about a year. I don't know. I don't know That's why. bleak, bruv. <laughs> sorry. She actually opened up. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this is my first relationship for about a year um, since because I had trust issues meeting other men understandable Uh, i honestly feel like this guy is the man of my dreams the reason that i was so upset after my ex cheating on me beyond the natural disappointment of it happening to you is that he was also the best sex i'd ever had in my life Mm. i am quite a sexual person sex is important to me in my relationship Mm. My new boyfriend oh God. Beep, 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 is deeply religious oh. and doesn't believe in sex before marriage. It's already been a year that we've been together. Dry humping. And at 32, I'm not sure, one, if I'll ever meet anyone like him, okay. but two, if we break up, that I will find anyone else at all. Wow. Given how important sex is to me, but he has never had any, Hmm. I am hesitant to put all my eggs into one basket. (laughs) You ain't putting your eggs anywhere, love. Sorry. We have discussed children and we are both on the same page. But the idea of marrying someone and not having an active sex life is something that is daunting. Sorry, why is the sex life not active? Once, so, they, once so they're married, why would it not be I active? Do so. She thinks because he's not blowing her back out now that like he's just not going to be a regular. Is that what the assumption back, is? Back blower. So the point is that because he has never had sex before, mm. she's worried that it won't be good sex, or it will take a long time before they are having good sex after they're married. That's a valid concern, but you shouldn't be concerned you're not going to get enough sex because once that bad guy busts a nut one time, hey, how does, and how <laughs> nothing that's going to stop him. And by the way, and by, and by the but way, the quality will maybe poor. By the way, how does she know that she's good at sex? That's not the she point. She didn't she's say making. anything about being good. She was just saying she likes it. No, she said the what if he's bad at sex, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they are as yet to find out either way, yeah. but I, I don't think the point is that she's claiming to be a superstar. It's that it's that she likes it. <laughs> she likes she, she likes having sex. All right, you're and she's concerned sex. about marrying a guy at thirty two. I think the, the other angle is that she's thirty two. She doesn't really got time to hang around and find out. That's a myth. She loves him. That's a myth. And she everything works, but stop breaking my mic. I split it. <laughs> um, what does she do? What does she do? Um, I've lo- got a question. If you if you haven't got a suggestion, okay, mine's loading. So the question that I have mm-hmm. is at the end, it seemed to suggest like, I don't think I'll meet someone like him. Mm-hmm. That means what? That, that she really likes him? Yeah. 
Okay, okay. So yeah, she so said they this could peace. be the man of her dreams. Yeah, right? but it's the man of her dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After okay. a year. After Fine. a year. After a year. Fine. But then again, at thirty-two, you know quicker, right? It's not you like you know quicker. You're much more discerning. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, she's older. She knows what she likes. She knows what she doesn't like. She's met this guy. She knows she likes him. Basically, she likes sex, and she's fallen in love with a guy who's never had it before. Or had it with her as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, no, he's never. He doesn't believe in sex before marriage, so he's never had sex. Okay. Okay. So, one thing I would like to understand if she was here is when she says like I don't wouldn't want to lose him or something, or if, I'm not. I want to understand whether she's more afraid of losing him or more afraid of not finding anyone else after losing him because that mm. seemed to suggest like oh I'm 32 I'm not sure if I would be able to find anyone else. If that's a concern, then babes, don't worry. You'll be able to find someone, right? So the idea of being with someone out of fear of not being able to find anyone else later down the line is not the way to go, right? Good so point, like, right. I'd for sure say that if you want to stay with him, for should be for him, him for not him for and, someone else. In and of himself, himself. Then, then it makes sense. But, uh, but I wouldn't be afraid of, of dumping him just because I wouldn't be able to find anything in the future. That's I, dead. I once had a friend who didn't have sex before marriage. He met the girl of his dreams and they got married. They had sex once or twice. Once or twice being a slight under-exaggeration, but had sex a little bit, realized that compatibility levels were very low. Mm. Um, what compatibility? Like sex compatibility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. And that was the beginning of the end of their their marriage. So much so that he he went to get a massage and um, had a happy ending. Gave himself a happy ending and told his missus, and they divorced. Holy uh, shit! Within a couple of years. <laughs> Did he so, tell her because he how wanted are you to laughing? So, like well, I don't understand. He went home and said, "Listen, this is what I've just done." Because he was looking to call it a day. God fearing like. men uh, are honest, and um, so I say all of that to say, submitter, go get your sexiest lingerie, okay? Put it on him, look him in the eyes, and say, "Look, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together." Tommy shaking his head. Haram, haram, haram. Does, doesn't look. <laughs> We're gonna spend the rest of our lives together. God ain't watching right now. <laughs> haram. He's not watching. Haram, haram, haram. If we, if we turn the lights out, he won't even know it's us. Think God's, God yeah. can't see in the dark. You know, you know the omniscient thing? He, he, I heard it was gas. <laughs> <laughs> the, om the omnipresence. Yeah, no, yeah I heard it was all gas. It's a lie. It's a lie. He will not know a thing. So she's in, in, in your man's Mrs. Boat, basically. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. If you really, really love this guy, you will respect his religious leanings. Tommy's now yawning. No, no, I'm not yawning. Yeah, if I was you, like, if, not if you response. if you really love this guy, if this guy is the man of your dreams, I'm sure this has come up in a lot of conversations before. I'm sure you've fielded your frustrations about you know no sex, but look, it's religion. It's hard to overcome. If you think you're gonna be with this guy, you think you guys are gonna get married one day then, you know, what's a few more months? The one thing I will say is that be aware that one of the things that keeps marriages together in the same way that your ex-boyfriend kept you around probably was oh due to, that came out wrong, but you get my point. Um, <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people stay in relationships because of the sex. If sex, if nothing else is working in a relationship, often couples stay in relationships because of sex. So my advice to you would be, if you are going to wait until marriage, 
you've got to be patient when you actually do start banging. Because look, he's going to need some work. What are you saying? She has to break him in slowly. You're going to have to mm. break him in. You're going to have to teach him a few things. I would say, I would say, really, sister, your best option here. Sister. Really, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, your best option here is to go to church. Go to church. And to pray. Go to the pastor. That he has a hidden talent. Ah. He has been hiding. One jackhammer. Because if you marry him and it is good decor... Ah. Everything is plus plus. Hey, in Jesus' name. But if you don't go to church, he will not deliver nothing. He I have a wider question. You like not a, a more kind of macro level question. Okay. I guess does this come with some level of conversion for her? No. Like if this guy is this religious, mm -hmm. then surely like this is gonna. She's involve... got Fearing, but he's he's more religious than, than she is. Oh, okay, okay. But they're the same religion. Sure, they're both Christian. Oh, they're both Christians. Yeah. Oh, okay, I used okay. to be on that, by the way. I thought I wasn't gonna have sex until marriage. What until you were like thirty? Until he was like fourteen, gave a stroke. <laughs> yeah, man. Once I, once I stroked out to that page three, nothing was the same. <laughs> Who was it? Who was Nuts it in page magazine three? and uh, that? Was it Kelly Brook? Be nah, honest. It was someone bait though. Someone like Melinda Messenger or some shit. <laughs> Yeah. That's the spec, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Arguably, the, arguably the beginning of cancel culture was it not? Sons page three getting torn out. Yeah, probably. Can you imagine Middle England's furore? Yeah, probably and not, not having tits probably not in the paper. I want to come back though. <laughs> uh, shout out Keely Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> Peng. Um, yeah, you've got a decision. To, to be honest, I don't think this is a we, massive decision to make, honey. We've got to help you. You can't be like, oh boy, that's a tough one. We have to help her out here, yeah? I've given yeah, you my I, solution. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wait. stay with him. I wouldn't stay with him just for the sake of not being able to find someone. Okay. So if that is the motivating oh, fear that on, you have, Tommy. that like, she was like, oh, I might not find someone at 32. Come on, man, she's in love with this brother. Nah. She's in love with him. I'm saying, if that's the motivating thing of like, oh, I might not, if, if that's a factor in your decision making, I'd say remove that, remove factor, that factor instantly. Entirely agree. Because you, you will be able Able to nah. find someone. For me, entirely you, agree. Nah. That's a good point. For me, you can make bad sex good sex. Full stop. So you wait. There is there's very minimal. There's very minimal downside associated with waiting because even if the sex is really bad, I know I gave the example of my friend and lack of sexual compatibility, but there's an argument there that maybe they didn't try hard enough for long enough. You could mm. argue. People who are shit at sex can ultimately become good at sex. It's about what works for both of you together so what you're trying to so, say is so that she should mindset. stay it would appear that he has ticked every single box except for that one unknown her box but you're her basically box. you're basically saying it's a mindset <laughs> he has not ticked her yeah. box huh? you're saying it's a mindset so she should get into the mindset that once they get married she can she can mold him into anything she wants him to be. Why did your face change when he said mold? Mold, she can mold him. Mold him. <laughs> she can shape yeah. his uh, no. his game and, and in you her know direction. What? And you know what? She might not need to. Right? Mm. She might not need to. He may come out of the fucking gates. Yeah. Like Ron Jeremy he himself. Might be, he might be a stallion. Like a duck. Like a duck to water. Like a duck to water. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he could come out and you know this this ain't even an issue anymore. Just be She'd be back it. in a year, looking listening to episode fifty five and being like, "Why did I submit that again?" Shit's <laughs> <laughs> okay on this side. Put it you know? down on me. You know what I mean? So I would say there's minimal downside. You're at the age where you're probably going to start talking about marriage and all of that stuff soon anyway. So your waiting game is coming to an end soon, my sweary pie. So just be patient. In Jesus' name. That's my view. Yeah. Um. I think I, I entirely I like Tommy's point about 
the not finding anyone else aspect. Remove that. Look at this. This is a first. Yeah. Johnny and I out here. On the same page. Yeah. yeah. yeah you can weird. tell which, it's, is, which page is this? It's a Shabbat miracle. <laughs> yes. It's an Old Testament page, clearly. Yes. Um, I read that one too. Yes, very good. <laughs> that's that's true. Don't don't be with him for fear of not finding someone else. She's not unhappy. She's very happy, exactly. but she's worried about putting all her eggs in one basket. Why are we focusing on that? Breaking news, breaking news. That's what she uh -oh. said. 19 of the other clubs have called an emergency meeting over the Premier League accepting Mazza. the takeover. Mazza. <laughs> of course. The haters are out. Yeah. The haters are out. Super League All time. led by Daniel Levy, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, we can't have this. Yeah, yeah, we got so close to a whole episode without anti-Semitism. Yeah, but um, finish us up. No, but that's what you were talking about. You said that you might Yeah, have I'm allowed to say it. It's our word. Guys, oh, okay. Um, my, my bad. I should have said led by Mashiri. We're, we're. <laughs> my Iranian brother. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, there's fucking way beyond me to, to tell anyone to marry someone in it like but if sex is that important then you need to basically I, I like your point rich about you basically got to stick it on him and see what happens you've waited a year i mean the fuck just wait or cheat just cheat just get or, it in. Or, or don't cheat. do that one that's the dodgy one just cheat because like if she loves him as much as, as she says just ask and and my g is also is also invested and then somehow you get rumbled for your cheating then then you'd have fucked it proper. Yeah, yeah. big time. So like yeah, the, I'm obviously joking, taking side dick ain't probably your way. Exactly. You might as well just call it a day. Just take the front dick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Superman. So doggy. we had a obviously a contentious situation with the quiz last week. Yes. I'll be honest, right? I am happy to take the high road and give Johnny last week's. And you just want to give it to him, yeah? Um, I'm sure. Look, the record will be the record. Johnny fucked it. He didn't get the right answer. Doesn't matter how I won the vote. we reach that point. He, there was no real vote. I won the first. Was there a vote? Yeah, I won 100% of really, the vote. Not really. Did you? Yeah. One comment. That's so, 100%. Yeah, that's 100. But it, I thought we were going to do a vote vote, like where you yeah, go on the story uh, vote. IGTV and the fucking Instagram yeah, in the comment section fucked it, was it up. fucking really. landslide was so annoying. victory. So look, Grow we gave up. Johnny that one. That made it 4-4. Four, four. So yeah. we have the quiz today. Let's see how it goes. I'm going to be pissed if he takes the lead today. Is this, so, one, is this one when it takes all? But these are the risks. Is this one when it takes all? I think it might be. First uh, to five. What did we say it was? First I, to 11. I think best we were fucking around. We said best of 11. How about man to man, eye to eye? Winner takes all. Well, with this no. question, with this quiz, with no. this, well, as in this one's just yeah. the final one. Why? Don't nah, be nah, There's no need for that. Well, but I'm, I'm, I'm going all in, innit? Ooh, you can go all in. Shut up, boy. All right, all right. So we're back, episode twenty-six. This is the so quiz. This isn't, this isn't the decider, no. No, no, no this ain't the decider. We said best of eleven, if anything. Pus and uh, firstly, I'd like to start off by acknowledging Richard Abiyadi's magnanimous actions mm. of giving Johnny points. Bigger man. Wow. So I, man. I do appreciate that. That's got to be like, maybe like, what are this? Bigger man. man. I'll do it for myself. Ooh, I'll do it for myself. I won I that. Before all grow up. All right. So let's start. As always, ladies and gentlemen, play at home. Play along at home. Uh, the uh, format's always the same. Five questions. Every question uh, answer is a number. Sum those five numbers together and you'll get a grand total at the end. So, did, you, did you hear the rules? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so question number one. Journalists Maria Ressa and Dmitry Murtova, or Murtov have won the Nobel Peace Prize for their courageous fight to defend freedom, to defend freedom of expression in the Philippines and in Russia. Mm -hmm. But how, and this is very important I say this clearly, but how many millions of krona do they win? Do you get 
How many millions? Yes. Just to so, be clear. So if the answer <laughs> is two million kroner. What do you put, Johnny? Johnny? The answer is two. Hey. Wonderful. Not 200, yeah? That's yeah, yeah, actually exactly. what I did, cool. did last yeah. time. But anyway, thanks. All right. You guys done? You got that wrong. Uh, yeah. Question number two. Recently, Netflix co-CEO. Johnny's looking at my shit. I also like. I just saw at the corner of my eye, like a like a exams at school. Yeah, you covered your at, answers. He's, he's looking at my shit. <laughs> no, 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 he's looking shit. at my shit. Piss off. All right. Recently, question number two. Recently, Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos announced that South Korean drama Squid Games, which debuted September 17, was on pace to become. The streaming service's most watched original series ever. Very good. Mm. Bridgerton is Netflix's current most watched series. Very good. Looks dead. How many millions of subscribers tuned into Bridgerton in oh. the first month? Oh, in the first month? Yeah, because this is how these things are calculated. So if the pretty. answer is... So, if the answer... Just for Johnny. Okay, yeah. here, here it is. Rich, he so, I'll give you a clue on this. Netflix have 210 million subscribers. Yeah, so... So, if you want to guess that all 210 million watched it, what would you guess, Johnny? Again, I got Just this say the number. Right. we got to be it clear. Be we got to be... Cool. Good. All right, all right. So, now write your answers. How many men watched the current number one Bosch. show, Bridgerton, uh, in the first month? Bosch. Yeah, got it. On to the next one. Mm -hmm. Number three, meat production is a major contributor to global heating and land degradation. Facts, conspiracy. While eating lots of red meat and processed meats have been linked to a greater risk of developing cardiovascular disease, type two diabetes, uh, and certain types of other cancers. Tastes good though. For these reasons. <laughs> The government commissioned National Food Strategy for England recently recommended that people try to cut their meat consumption by 30% in the next decade. Mm -hmm. But by how much uh, have we reduced our meat consumption in the UK over the last decade? So just to be clear, their National Food Agency is recommending we cut 30% meat consumption over the next decade. By how much has meat consumption fallen over the last decade? Wow. Write that number down. It's a percentage, obviously. And on to the next one. So Question if number four. 60%, what do you write down, Rich? <laughs> you should ask yourself that. Go it's find ironic a, go that you're find making a mirror. Yeah, go find a mirror <laughs> and ask yourself again. <laughs> you ready? Question number four. This week, Boris Johnson talked up the successes of his government at the Conservative Party conference. Man like level up. Front and centre was <laughs> what he claimed to be a world-leading COVID vaccine rollout. Can't argue with that. To the nearest whole number, what percentage of the of the UK population or the of England's population is currently double vaccinated? To the, to the nearest whole number, please, Manda. Add that up to the other one. And here we are with the fifth and final question. Do, 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 do. California just became the first state in the US 
to outlaw stealthing. You man familiar with stealthing? I am not. Stealthing is a slang term for the non-consensual removal of a condom during sex. Oh, oh shit. Okay. So that's now illegal. That's what California. that was called. Yeah, Shout called out Michaela stealthing. Cole. The law signed by Governor Gavin Newsom on Thursday makes it a civil offence under state law. A civil offence? Yeah. For what someone to remove a condom without their romantic partner's consent. You've got to be really burst to not be able to tell the difference, by the way. But anyway. So, so this had me wondering how much, of a, how much of a problem this really is, this stealthing thing, right? So I found a survey that was done in, for this article. A 2000, a look, 2000, what were, look what you were Googling this Friday. I know. A 2018 <laughs> survey, right? ONS, yeah? Uh, no, no. This is a, the only, the closest thing I could find. I know, a, survey, I know, a survey in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so a 2018 survey of patients at a sexual health clinic in Melbourne, Australia, found that X percent of women and 19% of men who have had sex with men had experienced stealthing. X percent of women and 19% of men who have had sex with men have experienced stealthing. Done. This is in a very kind of narrow survey in, in Melbourne, hell, Australia. It's a hard quiz this week, shit. It's not an easy one. Sum those questions, sum those numbers up all together and let's go again. Let's see your answers first. Uh, Abiyadi, uh, very good. And um, we, we always announce it. What did you get? No, no, no. You announce first because I've seen his number. Okay. Uh, 148. He's got, Abi, uh, Johnny's got 148. And Abiyadi? 216. 216. Very, very good. Let us go. Number one. Why are you biting your nails for? You're nervous? Yes. After the uh, the free point that you exactly, gave exactly exactly uh, Maria and Dimitri they won ten million kron oh bad start so the number for that is ten um, the committee called the pair uh, representative of all journalists who stand up for their ideals mm -hmm. just to give you some perspective ten million kroner is about eight hundred grand very good question number two. The Bridgerton question. How many people watch Bridgerton in the first uh, 28 days on the service? So the data shared at the event where the co-CEO said that uh, Squid Games is on track to outpace Bridgerton spotlighted the Regency area debutante's drama Bridgerton as Netflix's most watched series ever with 82 million subscribers. I'm banging trouble. Tuning into the first two minutes of the show in Aww. the first 28 days. That's how they track these things. Fuck. So what did you have? 14. Okay. 98. 98? Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Meat. We're on to the meat question, right? <laughs> so uh, we're obviously looking to cut meat according to the <laughs> national food uh, strategy by 30% for the next decade. But the last decade, what numbers, guys? How much have we cut our meat consumption over the last decade? I think I put like... I can't remember what I put, like, 7 or 17, I can't remember. But 15. The number's exactly 17%. So 15's also a good guess. I can't remember what I put, though. You put 7. I might put 7 or 17, I can't remember. Dickhead. Question number four about man like Bojo. So here's some macro stats on vaccines. Very good. 46.3% of the world population has received at least one dose. 
6.4 billion doses have been administered globally. Okay. And uh, 22.5 million doses are now administered daily. Okay. So these are some huge stats. That's quite big. But the only numbers, that you, oh yeah, also the other crazy stat is only 2.4% of people in low-income countries have at least have received at least one dose. But, but the one that you guys are all caring about, what's our rate here in the UK? 67.2%. So the number you man are looking for is 67. I put 74. Not bad. 62. So the reason I brought this up is that Boris Johnson was gassing us how well we've done. And mm -hmm. we all think we've done really well because we started well. Mm -hmm. But in fact, we're not doing that well now. We've flattened off. So there are actually 13 countries now globally, most of which are our kind of G7, G20 kind of competitors mm -hmm. who have now kind of leapfrogged our, mm -hmm. our efforts. So... Cool. He did. A, it was a good story saying I how well we did. I don't care. We but have no red list anymore. Eh. I don't care. Get ready to pate. We are Off to Mexico, baby. Yeah. The final question about California's uh, new civil uh, law about stealthing. The answer you guys were looking for really surprised me. 32%. Mm -hmm. 32% of women who What'd responded. You put? I put 40%. 40? Well, yeah, that's not bad. I put 39. That's not bad either, yeah. I was surprised it was that high. So about 32% uh, in 2018 at this clinic said that they had suffered from stealthing. So adding those numbers up gives us a grand total of 209. Abiadi almost smashed it. <laughs> he called 216. He gave you the point and he took that motherfucker back, babe. I also gave you the option for this to be the decider. I don't give a fuck. And you I'm going to make this slow and painful for you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> every, every time it looks like the ref is about to step in, he's going to lay off. I want to thank everybody who voted against me this week. Yeah, you said that Johnny, <laughs> you. You said that Johnny should take that point. Yeah, go fuck yourself, yeah? <laughs> well done. That's actually, you nailed it. You've actually ne nearly nailed it two weeks in a row. Bang. Well, so well, I won getting... last week, so he didn't nail it last yeah, week. Yeah, but he, he nearly, yeah, you know. You I know actually you nailed know. it last week. Week. Yeah. Oh, actually, back. it was you that nearly yes. nailed it last week. I yeah. beg Thank you. I beg your pardon. Take that back. Nearly to a factor of 10. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Talking to you guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, pleasure's right, been, right. pleasure's yeah. been. I thought we were doing. Like, Who did you think I, I was saying? It I to? thought we were doing like a cool sign-off thing where we like no, say one thing. Say yeah, it's no, it's been alright. It's been alright. Being with you guys, I've enjoyed myself today. You know where to find us. We are on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Amazon, mm -hmm. YouTube. If you're nasty. And yeah. All of that, all of that. Shout out to the incels, as usual. Um, <laughs> hashtag incels, hashtag incels, hashtag incels, <laughs> hashtag incels. And you know where we are at. Thank you as ever for listening. Episode 26. See you. We out, baby.